Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're live here on Journey Into the Light Spiritual Radio, streaming on Blog Talk Radio, also live on Facebook. Join us all different ways here. We have a really extraordinary event coming on right now. Not one, not two, but three amazing psychic mediums. You get to speak to all three, all three, and you'll get a 15-minute reading. But we're going to do this also for another special reason. We're going to reach out and we're going to help on this show total strangers. That's right. We're going to show our spirituality on this show and help the homeless. And that is the greatest, uh, the greatest show of our spirituality is love of our brothers and sisters. So, and you'll get an extraordinary 15-minute reading with all three, all three. So it's no different than if you bought a reading, but it's going for a great cause, right? Um, so um, on the show, we have Cynthia Martin, Julie Murray from Canada, and Jenny McDaniel, um, who's been on this show for about a month doing readings, and she is extraordinary, and the other two guests as well. It's it's once in a, a blue moon that we would do a show like this, and uh, you can go now to um, either the GoFundMe link or the PayPal link, donate $49 to the Homeless Mission, Again, you'll get a 15-minute amazing reading, um, and we'll put the links. They're already on the show page on Blog Talk Radio, but they're also um, will be um, on the um, Facebook here as well. So we're going to start off the song, the show though, with a beautiful song, and we'll be back here right after this.
gonna make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. And as I turned up the collarbone, my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I see the in the street, but not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them?
Okay, we are here. We are live. Um, There might be uh, a second that I have to um, put a a quick 30-second blip song on, uh, if that happens. Um, Just stay with me here. And so we got a great show. We're going to start now. We are live on Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio, also live on Facebook. We have three incredible psychic mediums they are all three going to take your question it is an amazing journey when we have these round table tables literally people when they get done they are so touched they are crying i mean it is really great i mean it is one of the most uh, extraordinary things spiritually connected um i think that we do on this show so we have cynthia martin on the show um, and we'll let each lady come out and introduce themselves, um, and then we'll go to our first call, okay? Uh, Julie Murray and Jenny McDaniel. Jeannie, I'm sorry. Um, and um, so, and as I said at the beginning of the show, we, we dedicate this show to the homeless mission, Love in Action, um, where we actually have moved people from being homeless, like Burroughs at the age of 14, to actually at age 66, actually be in a place he calls home, his own apartment. So, um, and we help people on the streets. And I think, like I said earlier, that is our spiritual test of of who we are. Um, And um, so we ask folks, if they can, to go and um, we'll give you a 15-minute block at least. Uh, So you get to speak to each guest at least five minutes. We ask folks to donate $49, um, and it goes a long way of helping people. But you also get something really um, beneficial, too. So as I say to a lot of people, it's like buying a reading, which most people do that go to this show, almost everybody that I've talked to, but it goes for a great cause. So so we're going to get started here, and if you can't donate – Still call in. We're still going to bring in some free readings. We'll we'll like do like one question with one guest. We'll just kind of do that as well, okay? So we want everybody to call in. Please share this out. And um, so, but let's go ahead and bring in our uh, guest here and let them introduce themselves. Um, so, um, so if each of the guests would come on and uh, just say, you know, who they are and what they do and, um, and how people can contact you, and then we'll go to our first caller. Um, so let's bring on Cynthia Martin first. Cynthia, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, Michael, supporting this wonderful cause and touching the lives of these people that you are out there working so diligently with, with, with the work that you do. So... Um, Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And Cynthia, would you tell the folks um, a little bit about yourself as I um, – so go ahead, please. You got it. Um, so Thank I you. am an emotional fitness and energy healing expert. Um, I am a uh, clairvoyant, uh, gifted with awareness of, of this ability, um, and also a spiritual medium since childhood, a uh, long line of uh, mediums in my family, on my mother's side especially. And um, I focus on uh, using my skills and knowledge to 
transform the lives of highly sensitive people and developing, helping them develop their own intuition and spiritual gifts um, so that they can serve um, their own families, their communities, and ultimately the world just by being who they are authentically. So I'm really glad to be part of this amazing panel of women um, who are here to, to do this work in honor of, of, of the charity that you work so hard for. Are we there? Hello? Michael, are you there? Okay, I am back. I'm sorry. I had to get the door. My wife's... uh, Are we all still here? Oh, Cynthia. Call dropped off. Let's go with Julie Murray. Julie, welcome. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Julie Murray. I am a psychic medium. I'm also a Reiki practitioner as well as a crystal healer. When I, I use my tarot cards for most of my readings, and I also invite spirit to, to come in and give messages. Um, one of the basic formats of my readings is to look at our life path and look at where my client's life is in the present and where it's going in the future. I really believe in the law of attraction, so I believe the energy that is in our thoughts and in the things we say and do is what comes back to us. And so many people are unaware of fears they have based on their conscious and subconscious thoughts, even past lives and how it comes into their present life and the lessons that they are here to learn. I also focus part of my reading on people's hopes and fears because we are here to overcome fears and fears can be real barriers for us in terms of um, moving forward on our path and accomplishing the things that we are here to do. Okay, great. And Julie, how do folks reach you? I have a Facebook page. Um, it's at Jewel Psychic Medium, and Jewels is spelled J-E-W-E-L-Z. Um, I also on that page have my contact information for email and phone number as well. All righty. Very good. Thank you, Julie. And um, And I just want to say to the listeners, um, why there um, was, uh, I had, you know, that silence was, as most of you guys know, my wife has lupus and she's bed bound. And occasionally we will have, especially if I'm working like this, we'll have the pharmacy come by to drop off any prescription. So when the doorbell rang, of course, I had to get the door. So, um, so I just want to explain uh, what that was all about. Um, so there we go here, but we're all good for the rest of the show. And so let's bring in now Jeannie McDaniel to the show. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi there. How you doing, Michael? Okay. Thanks for coming back on Mondays. Love having you here. Yeah, I, I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I'm really digging the ladies' um, energy that are on with us tonight. We all do very similar work, so it'll be fun to kind of see how well-rounded and, and satisfying of the uh, answers we can give so this will be fun I always have a good time when I work with people who do similar work to myself I'm a a massage therapist a hypnotherapist energy worker psychic medium I do a lot of stuff with past lives so 
um, the way that I see it is there's no such thing as time. Everything's happening right now. And if somebody's having an emotional issue in this time frame continuum, very often it resonates out into others. So I like to help people uh, clear karma, help, help them um, get in the direction they want and need to go. I'm a psychic teacher and coach as well as a tarot card reader and uh, teacher. And they can reach me on Facebook, Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, McDaniel, M-C-D-A-N-I-E-L. Okay, very good. Thank you, and uh, appreciate that. And, uh, okay, so we're going to um, start the show. Um, call in 347-884-8245, um, and then press the one on your uh, phone to speak to all three uh, guests. If you've just joined us, we dedicate this show to our homeless mission, Love in Action, helping folks that we don't even know, but we're there to give them a lifting hand. And um, most of you guys know about our homeless mission. So we ask folks, if you can, please, you know, you're going to get a 15-minute reading. Go donate $49 to the mission, PayPal or GoFundMe, and we'll bring you on for a 15-minute reading. You'll be able to speak to all three guests. With your question, and we'll go around the roundtable with each guest. If you um, absolutely can't donate, call in. We'll try to work in uh, folks who, you know, again, the Journey of Light, we've taken over 20,000 free readings in the 10 years I've done this show. So we're not going to stop now, okay? My show, my, I'm all about helping everybody, okay? So, um, and that obviously includes the uh, listeners of the show. Okay, we're going to go and bring in our first caller here and um, bring back here. We're going to start off with Cynthia Martin. Cynthia, are you there? I am. Can you hear me okay? I'm sorry about that start there. I, did, I didn't know how quick I'd be back and how long you would talk, so I just kind of went no the door. No problem. I was trying to keep it concise and honor the, the group, yeah. so thanks. For right, them. right. Okay. All righty. So we're going to start uh, with you, and um, what we do is uh, about five minutes for each guest, and I'll kind of you know, keep a little close eye on the time, and if it gets to be about five minutes, I'll make like a little noise like that so you can wrap up. And we'll just go around the table. So um, we're going to bring on our first caller um, who donated to the mission. We thank her for that. Nancy, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Go ahead with your question. Okay. Um, I'm a retired psychiatric nurse, and uh, I'm very interested in the field of energy and alternative healing. And I've been taking a lot of courses, going to a lot of events, um, and also doing some remote healing with um, other healers. And I would love to know what my next step is. Very good. So um, you want me to go first, Michael? I guess I'll take that as a yes. Um, Yes, please. (laughs) Um, and, And I'm sorry, sweetheart, what is your name? Nancy. Nancy. So, Nancy, um, one of the – so what's coming up really strongly right away is that, um, you know, you're, you're very much in, in alignment with um, the, answering the guidance that you're getting. Um, the one – the number one thing that they want uh, – the Spirit wants me to tell you is that um, right now is the time for, for you to kind of um, do a little self-care 
because you you are be what's being revealed to you is um, a, a transformation of the path that you thought you were taking. So it's going to basically take a new form, um, and it's bridging your um, all that beautiful, wonderful experience of serving the community uh, in in the medical field, and um, bridging with what you've already learned. Um, they're saying that right now there's no need to take any more courses. That um, the action of um, raising your own frequency and, uh, you know, energy is basically every emotion, every thought, every interaction, um, the exchange of conversations, um, you know, the, the movement is a big deal for, for all of us, but um, the food we consume. So, in other words, uh, paying a lot of attention to your own needs right now is what the next step is so that you can basically prepare yourself to um, – engage with uh, the next unfolding of uh, your path. So there's no action that needs to be really taken at this point other than you really concentrating on your own health and well-being because uh, the level of work that you do is going to be at a much higher frequency so that you can interact in a way that's going to serve you as well as the people that you're, uh, you're helping um, without being depleted because I, I find that that's something that um, – you may be experiencing when you interact with other people. You're, you're starting to feel their energy more. You're starting to already be aware, but you're not really sure of what um, it all means and if it's really something that um, – it's almost like you doubt your own intuition at times. Is, am I accurate? I, I do, but I, I actually uh, – I am becoming more aware of it now, yeah, especially with so. the boat healing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So they, they want you to pay more attention to your your own energy and making sure that you understand that um, when you engage, especially in the remote healing um, or any interaction with people where you're serving, and, uh, do not use your own energy, that you are the instrument to be sure that you're pulling the energy from um, your environment, um, from the earth, from the heavens, from whatever your spirit guide and your and your upstairs team has to offer you and allow it to flow through you because I, I see there's um, some energy drain when you're interacting with other folks. Uh, your throat chakra is um, coming, uh, it has a lot of, um, it's almost like you're, you're holding back a little bit on what you, um, you say to your clients, to, your, to the people that you're working with, because you're uncertain. So they want you to be uh, practicing speaking your truth and not really concerning yourself with the, with the conversation that comes in. You're really in tune with the law of attraction, so your thoughts are manifesting things, and, and they really want to acknowledge you for uh, discerning that you are, are creating um, these things and bringing them into reality. But food is a big uh, thing for you. You've got to make sure that you're eating um, – when you're supposed to, um, and the quality of the food is uh, important too because it sustains your vibration and, and it's going to help you along the way. But in terms of next actions, you're already on the right path. There's really no um, activity per se that you need to do. Just continue to follow guidance and, and take a lot of self-care. Provide uh, plenty of downtime for yourself when you, your body is telling you. Listen to what it needs. Get plenty of sleep. Water, um, when you upgrade your your own vibration, you need um, a higher amount of water because it's, it sustains you and it also helps elevate and uh, process more information um, when it's coming through. So cleansing and water as well. Do you mm-hmm. have, is this resonating for you? Is it kind of like what you're oh, already yeah. getting? 
Wonderful. Okay. So, and just trust that everything that you are getting is already accurate. You just have to practice allowing yourself and give yourself permission to speak whatever's flowing through you because it's not coming from you. And it's natural to have those doubts when you're beginning, but the more you practice and the more you practice speaking, whatever flows um, is going to give you the confidence to step into whatever is evolving. And you're going to bridge all of your talents and all of your knowledge and all of your skills that you've basically created up to this point so that you can really serve your community in a very authentic and beautiful manner and, and, and touch the lives of many, whether you see it right off the bat or not. Mm, thank you. Okay. You're welcome, dear. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Cynthia. And uh, Nancy, we're going to bring you now to Julie Murray. Mm-hmm. Hi, Julie. Hi, Nancy. This is Julie. Can you hear me? Oh, I certainly can. Yes. Oh, okay. It was just so quiet on the phone. Um, so I've drawn some tarot cards, and I just wanted to look, um, give you some information on where you are in your path and where I see your direction going. But I feel a big part of what you're going through right now is from um, things coming through from the past, things that you're still working through. And I think the more you get in touch with your higher self, and with yourself, you're going to start working through these things. Um, I'm not sure if this is, um, you've had an experience in your past where you have been hurt because you trusted and believed in something and it wasn't what you thought it was. And <laughs> it would be yeah. in relation to your path that you're on right now. Does that make sense to you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, so that is something that as you work through and grow, um, that you are going to start working through that. So be prepared for that because you are more than capable of working through those emotions and feelings and developing forward. I don't see it as an issue to block you in anything that you're doing, but I do feel as you're working on things right now, I can feel your happiness, but I also feel... um, you might feel a little bit reserved or concerned about judgment. And I almost feel like it's, it's not a huge battle, but it's a small battle going on with you because you are loving what you're doing, which tells me it's an indication you are on the right path. But I feel like part of you is a little reserved or, or unsure because there's so much unknown out there that, um, and you might even have a, a worry about being judged by others as you go through this. Hmm. It's a possibility, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's something for you to be aware of because um, I can see in your thoughts, and it, I mean, this could be in your subconscious thoughts that you're not aware of, there is this kind of struggle. And it could be a left brain, right brain struggle where you're, you're struggling with your ego because growing up in, in, in our, even in our work field, everything was so life life. Um, left brain and matter of fact and as you move more into the spiritual aspect of it it becomes a more right brain function which is something that we really need to learn to shut the, the left brain down to allow things to flow and that'll all happen right. as we build a relation a stronger relationship with ourselves and with our higher self our spirit guides and, and whoever else it is that you are working with I do see um, if you continue on this path, 
I, I do see um, a male energy coming in, somebody who is going to, they're going to be a, a very good mentor for you. Um, it's going to be at a point where you feel very, do you, do you spend time in nature um, and ground time. yourself that way? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm a gardener. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel as you do that, because that is going to be, it, that in its own is spiritual work as well. You're really connecting, connecting with the earth, connecting with the energy. But there's going to be a male that's going to come in, and he's going to be helping to teach you. So just watch out for that. I see that within the next six months. Okay. The one important thing for this is um, to really focus on taking care of yourself. So, And I, I think I, I heard Cynthia talk about that as well. So you need to take care of your physical self. So that has to do with your, your mental well-being, your physical well-being, making sure that because um, energy work can be very draining. So making sure yeah. you're taking care of yourself because I see that if you get too involved in this and you don't stop and take that time for self-care, that you are going to be physically exhausted which isn't what you want because the more you work on this and the more that you go through, you are just, um, the, the future card I got for you is your deepest desires coming true. So just oh. keep headed in the direction that you are right now because you are on the right path. Mm. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Alrighty. Alrighty. So we're going to go to our, um, we do thank you, Julie, for that and great reading. Um, and we're going to go and bring in uh, Jeannie with you, Nancy. Okay. All right. Hi there, Nancy. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hi, Jeannie. So nice to talk to you. Um, the first thing that came up right when you asked the question for me was um, I saw you. Um, and this is no way the universe telling you what to do. It's just what I was seeing and the potential energies that you have um, and the potential opportunities. Um, you have free will. You're the determiner of your own truth. But what I saw is you doing like business, like selling what you've learned. Now, it, it could be renting a room, renting a room for a couple hours, um, partnering up with other healers and doing stuff together because it really looked like you were putting yourself, like you wanted to know the next step. And, of course, again, you're the determiner of what that is, but the first picture that came up right away was you selling the, the skills that you have. Now, this takes a lot of confidence because oftentimes we consider ourselves a student for years and years and years and we compare ourselves to other teachers or whatever and we're like, oh, I don't know if I could. Yes, you already have skills from A, past lives, but B, this one too with your medical backdrop there. Um, you absolutely are already a teacher and a healer. So mm-hmm. getting, getting out of our own way to start pushing it. And again, that doesn't mean go rent a thousand dollar room when you don't have one client. That's, you know, that's just common sense. Overhead is very pricey and you want to keep that down, of course, right? When you get going, I don't care what you're selling. You want to keep that overhead down best you can. So again, oftentimes uh, there'll be a healer that has a room that they don't use very often. You'll be like, hey, can I rent it for a couple hours a week if I have some clients? And, <laughs> and they are usually happy to take your money because, you know, it's not always easy to make a bunch of money in the healing field all the time. Of course, it can be done, but it's, you know, a lot of networking, a lot of putting the time and energy and getting the clients networking, things like that. So 
if you're interested, that would that's a that was a potential um, um, space that I saw for you. Um, it does look like you could also, if you wanted to, and this is simply something you've done in past lives a lot. You've I wrote down all these. Um, types of psychological healer that you've been, psychic, psychologist, psychotherapist, shaman, um, meditation teacher, um, guided meditation teacher, hypnotherapist. You got into like the Jungian archetype type thing. You're very into the psychological space. It does not surprise me that in this lifetime you found yourself working in the, um, I think you called it the, um, like, yeah. with the psychological, yes. And, Psychiatric um, and, nurse, and, yes. Psychiatric nurse, yes, of course. And of course, healer from uh, from upside down. You're just always a healer, always a teacher. You might do it in different forms each lifetime, but your resume is impressive. When we look at the spiritual resume that you have, brilliant. Keep doing it if you if you love it. But they do show the uh, alternative modalities, like the ones you're getting into, the energy work, the, maybe the energy um, reading or the tarot, whatever you'd like to get into, absolutely are going to um, uh, pique your interest because you've also like been a shaman, a high priestess, um, herbologist, um, you know, you've really done it all. And this is going to be a little more exciting, it looks like, for you, because there's less boundaries when you work for an institution. And for good reason, there's boundaries and, and rules and regulations and things like that. The old school, eh, we're okay with it, but we prefer to have an open space often. And uh, psychic and energy work is boundless. There's just never enough time to learn all the cool angles that it can look like. So Good. You're, you're, it looks like you're right in the right path there. Um, I think I was uh, listening to one of the other girls, and they were kind of saying maybe a little hesitation. I think one of them mentioned your throat chakra, maybe a little uh, hesitation around it, um, you know, not being able to feel fully comfortable with who you are. I didn't necessarily pick that up, per se, in this lifetime, although you may work with it a bit. I'm, uh, everyone does on some level work with confidence and, and things like this. But what they were showing me um, was the energy of persecution in past life. You can't be an old soul healer without getting burnt at the stake at least once. And I'm being silly, but it's true. <laughs> like every one of them, I remember you know, like it, actually. I dreamt of it. I dreamt of it. And that is going to put a little um, catch in the giddy up as far as like when we come back, like, whoop. What, what, you know, but you're an old soul. You've worked through that quite a bit. You'll continue to work through that. It looks like your throat chakra is looking good and strong. You're ready to um, put your energy out there. You're ready to push it. Um, it looks like I'm just kind of flushing out those lower chakras a little bit just because you are changing gears. You are working. You're in the medical in, you know, industry, and it's a little different in the um, – I guess you call it energy healing um, um, space. So we're just kind of fleshing out those lower chakras so that transition uh, is as easy and as um, graceful as it can be. Your spirit guides are stepping forward and saying they're so happy that you called in. Um, they say that, you know, if you wanted to um, in the next couple of years, you can start connecting with them. And they want you to know it's not always like them talking to you. It can be feelings, um, thoughts, pictures in your mind, things like this. So what they're showing is the more you get into this, the more you move forward, the more you progress, um, you just naturally are going to get better and clearer and more accurate and more confident. And this is what we hope, right? You stay with a practice. You want to get better, not worse at it. So, but they're saying you're getting better and better and connecting with them a little bit more in the future if you would like um, to. Um, but again, through a lot more feelings and sensations as opposed to just straight words, although you can get those too. Um, mm -hmm. And they want you to know that um, 
you are sitting and healing and clearing um, karma, which just naturally raises your vibration, which helps us become the better whatever it is we're working towards. So they're saying um, they're doing the thumbs up, like keep up the good work. You're doing what your higher self wanted to do in this lifetime, which was to experience many, many things. And then, of course, be a part of the big shift that's going on on the planet right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of ego out there. We're working to alchemize it into hard energy, and that's the big, you know, forever battle, the good versus evil. And so uh, thank you for coming to the planet at this time to put your um, lovely, high vibratory, non-judgmental energy into a place to help us flip it over. It's, it's going to be a combined effort, so I appreciate you. Aww. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Thank you. All righty. Thank you, Jeannie. And thank you, Nancy. Was that wonderful going through all three? Yes. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. Quite an experience, huh? Yes. It is. That's what I always say. When you get done with going through that tunnel, that round table, it's just a great experience. So, but um, thank you, Nancy, again for your donation. We appreciate you. You're well. All right. Take care. Have a good evening. All right. Bye-bye. All righty. That's Nancy there. And you can see uh, what a great reading time that she had with all three readers. And you can have your opportunity as well. First thing you do is call into the radio show, 347-884-8245. Uh, and then make sure you press the one on your sh- on your uh, phone, okay? Press the one on your phone to come aboard, okay? And if you're live on Facebook, our three readers are on the radio show, so we there's not a way that we could read you as far as actually, you know, on Facebook Live, okay? So call in to the show. Okay, and if you get a, re- a ringing, um, just call back in or a busy signal. We have unlimited phone lines, so um, you'll be able to uh, bring on in. Now, um, to to um, you know, we got about uh, we have a lot of callers that are on the switchboard. So to be the next caller and to serve in the purpose of this show and, and helping the homeless. Our homeless mission that we've been doing, like a caller said on the last show, she said, Michael, you've been doing this quite some long time. She said, I've seen all the pictures of all the different folks you have helped. And, yes, I mean, in December, it be one year of constant, continued help of meeting total strangers, uh, of, of, you know, folks that need a lifting hand. And... Uh, you know, I, I I saw something that um, this weekend I, I do another show on, on LA Talk Radio, and right now we're we're doing live PD. It's a kind of a police show. It's on A and E. It's very popular, and it shows policing in different cities. And uh, we have some of the officers on. And anyway, on the show itself, it showed pulling over, uh, picking up, or ticketing a homeless man because he was pandering and uh, you know asking for help. And they wrote him a ticket for $50. <laughs> and some of the people that on Twitter that when they posted this kind of laughed at the guy and it was really sad. And, and I typed in there and I said, have you guys, 
ever walked in that guy's shoes? Have you ever been ever hear some of the stories that happen to these folks? Um, you know, and we I know we all go through hard times, you know, every one of us. But I'll tell you really quickly, a Burroughs, the guy that we helped go from homeless to actually having his own apartment, he, at the age of 14, was kicked out of his house by his dad because he went to church with, fam- with friends in the neighborhood. Can you imagine that? If that happened to you at 14 being kicked out? Now at age 66, God led me to him, and he wasn't even asking for help. He's pushing two shopping carts full of cans just to make it through the day. He doesn't know. He don't drink. He's not an addict, if you want to think of that, too. And so when, when, when the time came that he, this past spring, he had to avoid a tornado here in Oklahoma City at 2 in the morning, and I said, how did you survive? Because the area he lives in, was a lot of the area was destroyed. And he said, you see that dumpster over there? The big dumpster, filthy dumpster that business, businesses use? He said, I hopped in there, held on to the lid and prayed. And from there, it was like, you know, we got to find you a place. And we did, thanks to all of you. And so we, Love in Action, pay his rent monthly. So that's what we do. And if that's if people don't resonate with that, then I guess this isn't really a show for you. I mean, and but that is where my heart is. And if we in the spiritual community don't help, I ask you who will? I mean, really, it's a valid question. Who will? The answer is because I've asked this question for almost a year. Not anybody can say, well, this group will. And we know if it's not us, it's nobody. So um, so please, if you at all can, donate to the great cause. Um, and we say, you know, and a lot of people have listened, have, have, you know, asked me to do this and said, you know, offer them a longer reading, a 15-minute reading at $49 donation. It will help more people, and then you'll get a more sustained reading. So um, that's what we're doing tonight, and you can go and donate to either the GoFundMe link, which is on the show page, or the PayPal link. And maybe you don't need a, a reading tonight. You're just listening. You can still help and make a difference, and you'll feel so much better by helping. You receive so much back. Sometimes you wonder who's helping who, right? So, all right. So that's what we're doing. Um, if you can't, Donate at all. I know some folks here on the show are going through very difficult times themselves. We'll try to work them in for, you know, like a one question, you know, one reader so we can get through some of those folks as well. Okay. All right. Uh, 347-884-8245 is the phone number. Okay. So let's go next here and let's, um, let's go to, um, Colorado, and I'm going to bring in, um, so let's go ahead and bring in Crystal to the show. I know you're going through a difficult time, so I'm going to go ahead and, and honor that and give you a free reading. Crystal, welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you, Michael, very much. You're very welcome. Um, okay, so let's go, and we'll start you with Cynthia Martin, and go ahead with your question. 
Hi, Crystal. Um, hi, how are you? Good, honey. Um, do you do you have any messages for me? For me, or uh, I'm kind of lost on what to do with my daughter. So with your daughter, um, so the number one thing that comes up is um, let go of the concern. Um, okay. Because it influences a lot of what's going on with her. So okay. as um, as parents, I'm a mother of two highly sensitive empaths and um, intuitive kids. So um, one of the most important things is to really kind of check in with myself in the state of mind and heart that I'm in um, mm-hmm. with life in general, uh, because if I'm not able to handle those things internally, it affects them. And um, one of the things that uh, I experience with the clients that I serve or that I support are um, our children, especially the New Earth children. Um, is she uh, a teenager? She's 12. 12, okay, so she's going into into that transitional phase. So, right, and um, she's, in, she's in tune of two. Yes, I, I sense that. So um, yes. the, the very first thing is that, you know, there's um, there's a conflict, not with her. So just know that, that she is going to be okay. Um, she is here, like most of our children are here to help us um, go through our own process and uh-huh. to to heal the things from our own childhood um, that are influencing our parenting. Great. So for you, is um, there? I almost feel like there's this. Uh, are you a single parent? Um. Well, I'm engaged, but yeah, I'm divorced. Okay, so that's I'm picking up on that. So there's there's like an um, I'm just picking up like an underlying fear um, for yourself. Like there's this conflict that you have um, that is stemming from. It is karmic. I'm picking up that it does have a karmic influence to it, but um, the pattern is uh, showing up from childhood. So some fear from your own childhood that prevents you from um, allowing yourself to kind of embrace your own gifts and talents if that makes any sense is that sounding about right where it's like you're starting to experience yeah. like things right and and um with their with the, the number one message is like you know giving yourself permission to express your divine feminine um and to uh allow yourself to honor your own intuition because it's almost like you second guess yourself because uh you know it's it's, it's hard not to is we second-guess right. ourselves because we have so many external influences and so many external voices kind of coming at us and telling us how we should do certain things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's one of those where it's kind of you have to set boundaries for yourself. And, and you know, for the advice that, that you solicit, you know, always, even that, you, you listen to it and you discern what it makes sense for you. But ultimately, you got to take care of you and your own internal health in order for you to be able to help your daughter, right? So... Right. Um, that's the number one thing is, is work on yourself and finding ways to, uh, so creative expression. So there's something that's showing up for me that you used to really enjoy doing, but you kind of like put it aside and, um, it's really, uh, I don't know if you experience anxiety, but it's mm-hmm. almost like that, that inner part of you where it's like something that you used to really love to do. That's some form of creative expression, whether it's art or music, I'm getting more of a hit on music, um, that, you've kind of put aside for other reasons, right? Like life is taking over and you've, you're ignoring that part of your, your divine expression. Um, and you also have um, mediumship uh, showing up. Like that's one of the things that I'm, I'm picking up as well, that you have a, a natural ability already that you're in tune with, but you kind of like resist it 
um, in being able to connect with um, the other realm, right? And then, right. Um, so is that something that you've been uh, like in dreams? Whether it's it's you kind of get little inklings or feelings of, of the presence of energies, and especially when you interact with certain people, like you almost feel like pressure around your ears or you know sensation on the top of your head. It's like you, you're actually feeling yeah. the presence of energy from other realms, um, and and allowing yourself to to invite your guides to help you interpret the, the information that is um, that is in alignment with what you need and also know that you can set those boundaries in that realm as well so that you're not picking up on something that doesn't serve you. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, seeking out, and, and it seems like you're already doing it, but just um, if, if you're called to look for certain information, um, it's not for you to go out uh, and necessarily go learn to become a medium, but if you are being called to, like something is pulling you from within to learn um, a little bit more about that aspect so that you can kind of get some guidance on how to develop your own. Make sure that, that whoever it is that you talk to is in alignment with what you feel um, your values are, okay? Because right. I keep getting that um, it, it, sometimes it's a little hard for you to discern whether this person is really on the up and up, you know, and, and okay. you have a lot of um, underlying doubts. Um, and then, too, um, do you know uh, how processes on how to clear yourself? Because you're an empath, so you're picking up a lot of stuff, and it's almost like you have to do a, an energy bath before you walk into your house because you're, your home, you are the heart of the home, and your energy is um, the dominant energy and frequency in your home um, that affects your child. So making sure you kind of, like, clear away all the, the stuff that doesn't belong to you and replenish it. So, you know, being out in nature, you know, you'll hear this repeatedly, especially in this in this work. Making sure that you utilize, because you have a connection to the fairy realm as well, so being out in nature, like sitting down on the ground and actually touching the ground with your bare feet or your hands or just, you know, really breathing in nature is going to be a big value in how you feel. Um, and as right, far as okay. your daughter, you know, like I said, the work that you do on yourself is going to help naturally influence her, but creating safe space for her is critical. And giving her an opportunity to come to you and not concern yourself and inject worry um, upon her. It's very difficult as, as a mother, and because they don't communicate doesn't mean that they don't um, want to talk to us. It's just that we have to mm -hmm. um, ask permission to engage and let them let us know and guide us when they're available and when they're willing. And even if okay. it's a matter of just like, you know, um, honoring her space, if she has her own room, make sure that you uh -huh. honor her, her, her domain and, and ask for permission to, um, to be invited and, you know, request the space for you guys to have those connections, whether it's she's just sitting with her, but, you know, being more of, a, of an observer and listen without having to engage and fix. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, and then um, I don't know if this is going to resonate for you or anything. Um, somewhere, like the, um, there's an addiction that's that's surfacing. So there's something I don't know if it's um, um, food or you know some kind of behavior that is not so uh, beneficial to you that is um, preventing you from from moving forward. And and um, you know just taking a deeper look and and, it, and emotional healing is. Um, going to be uh, necessary around that area. And again, it goes back to uh, a childhood um, experience and memory and going back and, and being able to um, provide forgiveness for yourself and, and allowing that to be um, almost like a, a closed chapter in, in your past that it, you're no longer bringing forward because that's also an influence that I'm feeling that's coming up is affecting you, especially um, your heart, right? You know, it's like, I don't know yeah. if you have a, 
concerns, you know, your concern gets so overwhelming where you almost have episodes of like depression. Does that sound yeah. show up for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and um, just journal and allow yourself to feel what you're feeling because the more you try to change it, the more difficult it becomes and the more it builds up inside of you. And that's, that's basically just um, accumulated energy. So like when a cup runs over, it's just it's too much. Mm-hmm. So you find a way, some creative way to express what you're feeling so that you can okay. release what's inside of you without needing it okay. to be any certain way, no expectations. Just give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling so that you can get it out out. out of you and release that energy okay. because that's all emotions are is energy and if they're feeling too dense in our body it's just an accumulation of that energy and you don't need it anymore you just kind of release it with the gift right as a blessing thank you for showing up i release you so that something better make room for something better okay does okay. that all make sense okay. to for you yes okay wonderful yes. thank you mm-hmm. okay thank you cynthia that was wonderful Okay. I hope that was great, Crystal. Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay, yep. that was a lot there. I'm going to bring in some more uh, callers. Thank you. Take care of yourself, okay? You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All righty. So, um, so for the folks who um, absolutely can't donate, we're going to go ahead and bring them on for like one question with one of the uh, guests so we can – bring in folks who can't donate also but if you can donate we still have about 45 minutes left um you can get a reading with all three readers all three readers tonight and all you have to do is donate to the homeless mission 49 dollars. it goes a long way to helping the folks that I help. You've seen me. You've seen me on Facebook for almost a year now. So this is not something that I'm, you know, saying I'm going to start tomorrow and give, give, give. I've been doing this work. I've shown my body of work to y'all. And we, but I need your help. I can't do it without it. So if you can donate uh, to the mission, uh, $49 to either PayPal or GoFundMe. We'll bring you on for a 15-minute reading with all three guests, okay? And if you've donated, um, let me know. And Erica, can I get your area code? Um, You've donated $10, so I'm still going to honor that, 586. So we'll bring you on with two of the readers. How about that? Uh, five, eight, six, let's bring Erica on and okay, Erica, thank you so much for your donation. Oh, you're welcome. I couldn't do much, but I did a little. That's, every bit counts. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, let's, uh, bring on, and I know you've helped in the past too, so I thank you for that. So I'm going to oh, bring on with two of the readers here and we'll, we'll, we'll start here with, uh, Julie, Hi, how are you? Oh, hi, Erica. Thank you so much for donating. Um, oh. Now, do you have a specific question that you'd like to ha- have answered? Yes. I don't know if it's something you can answer or not, but I am going through a complete mess with my ex-husband, and um, it's a huge legal battle with some things that he's doing and his ex-girl or his girlfriend is doing. And there's a lot of abuse that involves my children and a lot of manipulation where he's even trying to get um, criminal charges by 
um, lying in court. And tomorrow is one of our court dates. So I was hoping that you could shed some light on if you could tell me if everything's going to be okay. Or I know it's going to be a long, drawn-out battle. Um, I'm just worried. Okay. Okay, I just I just laid out all the cards, so I'm just going to go over them with you. Okay. Um, so what I can see right now that's going on is um, these, the first two cards, and they are sitting in the present, are about you focusing on happiness, but also there's a need for material possessions. So I feel like maybe that is part of your struggle too, um, because you want everything to be smooth and happy, and but you also want to be have your children provided for, and that is your focus right now. So, mm-hmm. um, and not being able to, I, I feel like the happiness piece is the biggest one for you because you want your your family to be happy. Yeah. So to me, you're putting all your energy into those thoughts. Um, the one thing I'm going to really urge you is that as I look into your thoughts right now around everything going on is I can totally understand you feeling resentment and, and not being able to trust, but you need to find a way to release that um, because okay. what's going to happen is the more you focus, because I, I can feel your anxiety, so <laughs> I, I totally understand what you're, I, I understand the feelings you're going through. Um, not that I understand everything you're you're going through, but as you're working through those, you need to release that um, that hurt, that feeling of not being able to trust. Because what's going to end up happening is you're just going to you're just going to keep attracting that kind of energy, which is something okay. that you don't want to do because it's not healthy for you and it's not healthy for anyone around you. But you need okay. to find a way to to work through it. And, okay. and move on with that. Okay. I can also see you are doing a lot of soul searching right now. I have a the one card that came up with your thoughts is about the the thought of of movement, and I don't feel like it's a physical movement that you're thinking about. It's you're you're trying to envision your path, and the and the path you have to go right now is very much uphill for you. So it's um, focusing on on gathering that strength to move forward. Um, as you're releasing the feelings you have of, of trust and, and hurt, what you need to do is try and fill those with what you want to see, what you want to accomplish. So picture okay. your children happy, having the life that you envision them having, because that's the kind of energy you want to attract. Okay. And so many people get stuck in that, in that hurt and anger that they can't get past it. And that's, what really prevents them from moving forward. A lot of times, um, I believe a lot of times when we come into these situations in our life, it's something we have come back and we plan to learn a lesson from on our past. So I don't always tell people, oh, focus on the positive. It's you need to work through this 
feeling that you're having, even though it's painful and uncomfortable, you need to find a way to release it because you, it's a lesson that you're learning. So once you release that, you've, you've learned that lesson, it's done, and then you have room to allow the things you want and start focusing on that. But it's so important okay. to work through it. I see you as a very strong person, and you're very devoted to those around you. You are um, you're someone, and I see you as you go through this, releasing the anger is going to be so healing for you because you are a very strong person, and you stand up for what you believe in. Um, and you will stand alone if you need to because if it's an important cause for you, that's what you're going to do. I do see the outcome of all of this is um, I, I see a bit of a, it, it's not going to be an easy process as you go through it, but I, I do see something changing. And I think a lot of it is the way if you shift your focus on how you perceive to how you want things, because I see the two of you at the end of this um, coming to an agreement. And I feel things are very, um, just very calm. So I think, though, you still need to work through some of those things till you get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that Spirit is wanting me to um, give you information on is that, um, as we talked about you releasing those feelings, when we hold on to those types of emotions, they can take in a toll on our health. So you really want to make sure that you're taking good care of yourself. You're not focusing your energy on, on the things that are hurting you. You're working through those and releasing it, trying to focus on what you want to see. Because the more we hold on to those hurtful feelings and not work through them, it'll cause illness to manifest in our bodies. And yeah. you want to make sure now is the time that you need to take care of yourself because you need to be there for, for your children and for yourself. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, all my energy, you're right. All my energy has been, um, there's been a lot of, like I said, a lot of manipulation um, that's been going on, and it's all coming to surface now. And um, things are so bad that um, they have, literally admitted to verbally accusing my children and um, I have pressed and even though from all my from an attorney not to do it I pushed and pushed and pushed and now everything is finally um, coming to light on what's going on over there and um, it's not it's, it's not been easy and um, a lot of people have turned their heads so that's where a lot of my distrust comes into is um, a lot of our government officials have um, been paid off, um, have paid off. A lot of um, investigators and stuff that was involved in our case, and um, I never gave up. And I stood my ground, I fought through it, and a lot of people are in trouble now over the investigation that I pushed in the campaign year and a half to get these investigations to come to light and, and to get them to open up, to get answers on what is going on. And it's just, it's been a mess and it's not been fun ever. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that um, Spirit is guiding me 
you as well is, and I'm not sure if it's directed at you or directed at your spouse. I have a feeling more it's directed at him. So whatever happened when the relationship um, ended, there's still some ego that's wounded. So, um, so it's working through that as well. So our ego can, can really create a lot of negative energy around us. So we really need to make sure that we work through that. And we're doing things out of a place of love and not that hurts. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he, I can, yeah, I think that's towards my ex because a lot of things, like I said, um, I, I text all the told them, you know, they need to leave the girls alone, stop that, leave them alone. And they said I was harassing them. And they're literally trying, they tried to get me, they tried to get me charged by stalking telling them to leave the girls alone. So it's, yeah, I think a lot of the evil um, that that would make sense to him. Okay. So um, most important things for you to learn from this right now as you work through is to release anything that is all that hurt, pain, um, the betrayal kind of feeling. But also um, in your fears area, there's still, I, I can tell you're tired of fighting. You just want this all to end. So keep trying to focus on that peaceful happiness that you want to see, but really work through releasing those emotions um, because they're not going to help you, but okay. you do need to work through them. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to leave it there if that's okay since we went extra long and we got so many calls. Um, but we do thank you for your call and your donation. Is that good? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So much. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, bye. Okay. So we're going to now we, um, we have a caller here. Um, who has donated so to the mission, and we're going to bring um, the caller on for um, all three readers. So um, let's go to Texas, and is a how do you pronounce your first name? Karina. Karina. Okay, beautiful name, and thank you so much for your donation. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to start you off here all with Jeannie. Uh, all right, Jeannie's on with you. Hey, Jeannie. Hi. Hi, Karina. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm not bad at all. Doing good. Thank you. Um, what shall we look at for you today? Do you have a question or a topic or, or something? So some big life changes happening. Um, I'm trying to get out of the the sort of career that I'm in right now, and I'm writing a book, and I'm really hoping that that book will do well. And so I wanted to get your your vision on what that on on if that would be enough success for me to go ahead and really focus on the foundation that I want to start and um you know if I'll be able to rely on that income and and work successfully with that and then also too um my boyfriend and I are talking about kids and marriage and like I had really written that off and was very afraid of that and I just wanted to get what you're seeing um as a result of that, like if that's all going to go well, because I have a really big fear of the career and the family uh, muddling each other up. And so mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, well, let's start there first, and um, we'll then look at the writing. Um, they're showing 
your fiance or your boyfriend there, um, you and he being soulmates or twin flames or kindred spirits. You can name it anything you want. What it is is old souls who've had lots of past lives together. The really? reason they're showing, you're, yeah, you're, well, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. And um, your spirit guide just stepping forward and saying, um, she's got your karma, Jenny. Tell her what your karma is. The same thing. Well, I didn't get married until I was 37 for the first time out of fear of not excelling personally because of family responsibilities, children, things like that. They're showing you've been a mom and married many, many times, and it does. It takes a little bit of time away from your, your drive and focus on career. Now, this is going to be the important part because they're saying this is like he's your twin flame and it's got a lot of good energy around it if you guys decide to, you know, hold space like that. And, and they're showing good energy around having the children if you choose. Um, what they're saying is in a lot of your past lives when you were the mom and the wife, we'll just put in a.k.a. slave. You know, like mm-hmm. you had to clean every dish, you did every piece of laundry, any child, anything the child wanted, you needed anything, your, you know, you had to do anything your husband needed, you had to do. So what they're showing is you getting kind of fed up with that role and kind of coming into this incarnation with the feeling of fear around that, which is implemented for a tool. Um, you know, oftentimes we want to work past it. That doesn't mean getting married is always the answer, but just getting past the fear, of course, is highly evolved and very spiritual. But it's kind of set in there for good reason. And that's so that, you know, you didn't have it already. A lot of times people have it set in their head that that's what you have to do. You get you graduate mm-hmm. college, you get married, you have children, you get a divorce at 30, you get married again. It's very clear. Right. No, break that traditional cycle if it's not for you. Now, if it's for you, go right ahead. No judgment. But um, what they're saying is you've got this kickback from past lives where you're just put your foot down and said, okay, I, I'm going to make that choice consciously, and this is why he's your twin flame, he's going to show up. He's not going to make you do every dish, pay every bill, um, do every single thing. And this is what you talk about when you're in these relationships of, okay, I need careers going to be important for me, so I'm going to need you to show up at least 50%. I mean, clearly at the beginning, you might need to give more care to the baby, especially if you're breastfeeding, things like that. But, they're, right. you know, you communicating, I am going to need help. I don't want to be the sole provider of everything for the family or whatever. So, yes, you do have a little bit of karmic patterns around not really always enjoying that mother domestic um, space. You yeah, enjoy it I many, totally many feel times. That. You can enjoy it. Yeah, I totally yeah, your feel karma that. is exactly and, like mine, like that. And, yeah, that's the conversations that we've been having is, like, you know, I think my career is going to be more lucrative than what you're doing. I need to know if you're going to be, if you're going to be able to come in and take, play that role. And he says that he's there for it. So I'm like, all right. All right. All right. You, then you know what? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You, you, you held your space. You got it out of your throat chakra. You said, um, I'm, I'm going to need you to help me with this, and this is what I feel. This is how um, I'd like it to be so I'm more comfortable, and you're voicing that, and we're in a really good time for the feminine energy to start voicing her voice heartfully. Now, if we start demanding and being rude, then we're no better than any one that's egoic or whatever, but just very tactfully and heartfully um, to asking for help when we need it, um, you know, helping others when they need it, just being very uh, aware and uh, heartful and compassionate. What kind of writing do you do? Is it, uh, what would you like to write about? 
Yeah, I'm a healer, and I've had some really incredibly strange experiences, and this book is about enlightenment and the, the different things that have happened to me, some very strange, some very easily to explain. And so I just want to introduce people to Dr. Hawkins' work, The Map of Human Consciousness, helping people to understand logically so that they can surrender, and you know, kind of giving a roadmap to how I have manifested some really miraculous stuff in my life. And Yeah. It's very good. Yes, I, I, as far as the finances with um, the writing, it's it's sometimes difficult to you know make money in the artistic realms, whether a musician or a writer, because there's a lot of good talent out there, which is good. It gives us good competition, good healthy competition to become better and more of what we are. But they're showing yes, but they're showing other avenues. So they're showing that book, but then they're showing more books. And you know, and again, you take your time writing, do what you need to do. It's not like you'll produce it overnight. But they're also showing. Um, other kinds of writing as well as podcast and they're telling me to have you get a hold of me um, I have a Sunday show with my good friend that he and I have been uh, doing podcasts on and off for five years we would love to have you come on and talk about your experiences talk about your book if you want no it's up to you but connect with me because there's other ways to network and get your um, name out there and to you know blogs and things of nature so um, yes I do see that being a very lucrative angle for you to get into keep going with that. You've been a writer lots of times, artisan, so good luck with that. All right. All right. Thank you, Jeannie. And we're going to now take you to Cynthia Martin. Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia, are you there? No. Let's see. Can you hear me okay? So sorry. Yeah. There you are. Yes. Uh-huh. There we are. Wonderful. So, um, was it Katrina or Karina? Karina. Karina. All right. So, um, yes. Thank you for for being on the show. And um, you know, I, I get uh, a lot of the same confirmation um, that uh, this is an opening um, for you in all realms of your uh, of your life, um, personal as well as um, destiny. So um, the book, I'll start with the book. Um, It is not going to be how you imagine it is going to be basically considered as a key to open up doors. And um, it's something that you're going to be able to leverage and it's going to get you opportunities like one that has already presented itself um, for you to, to really express yourself authentically um, through your work and, and, and through your story and really touch the lives of, um, of a lot of people with, with that story that you have to share. And, um, you know, the indigo child, uh, showed up, um, you know, the indigo angel showed up and, and it's like you, you have a truth to speak, um, and, and that message to, to be carried out with the world. Um, one of the challenges, uh, that did surface was, um, letting go of, uh, so detaching from expectation of how anything needs to be, whether in personal life or in professional life, and allowing yourself to be guided um, naturally and just letting things unfold. Um, as indigos, we have a tendency to really uh, weigh heavily on perfectionism. Um, they mm-hmm. want you just to be cautious about that and just really allow yourself to discern when that is showing up. Um, and then really just because what that's going to do is just um, get, get things out of the way so that things flow more smoothly. And you already experienced that. So you're, you're very good at, at recognizing it already. But, um, you know, when, it's, when we create anything, um, it is like a child. 
right? We're birthing mm-hmm. something into into reality, and um, you know we have a tendency to to want to preserve it, and um, so they just want you to be uh, aware of that in in those moments, and and you know you already are, you're already discerning those aspects of who you are. Um, but it's going to lead to successful outcomes. Um, it might not be exactly the stream of income that you're looking for right off the bat, but it's going to open up doors for new opportunities, and you're going to know exactly which uh, doors to walk into that are going to really open things up for you. But a lot of it's going to depend on you because you are the creator of your own destiny, and um, you know the, the, the more we heed the guidance of our spiritual upstairs team, um, the easier those doors open. Um, so and, and you already are noticing that in your life, like this is all led up to, to this moment and, um, you know, birthing this, this beautiful message. And um, so expect a lot of uh, new, new doors and a lot of new opportunities and a lot of new um, help, a lot of help, because that's another aspect that says um, you kind of hesitated of, of who you let in. So just, mm-hmm. you know, follow that as well and know that um, you'll know exactly who's here to, to really – be in alignment with uh, walking that path with you and helping you in whatever way that they're, that they're meant to um, to provide. Uh, in terms of the relationship, um, so just kind of uh, also piggybacking on what um, what you already received is, uh, you know, there is that karmic pattern, um, but it's it's important for you to uh, allow yourself to desire how you want it to be, removing those right. concerns. Right. Um, yeah. So it's really, a, it's very easy for me to focus on negative thoughts and like negative thought form creations because it's difficult for me to imagine or visualize things going well. And I, I got to get over that. Well, and and again, um, it's not about resisting or or trying to change how you feel. It's using that flow of energy because it's also creative energy. So give yourself permission to feel what you feel, so that it comes to the surface for you to release it and create something new out of it. So you never fight the ego. It's about integrating the ego with your higher self and creating a new uh, a new relationship with it. So you know when it creeps up, just be like, you know what? Hey, I see you. Um, mm-hmm. This is an old story. It is not mm-hmm. where I am. It's who I, who maybe I allowed myself um, to be because I needed that as a as a preservation mechanism. But now I'm right. in a new space. I command my destiny, and I allow spirit to step forward and to mm-hmm. integrate with my ego so that I can make more conscious choices. So it's all about conscious decisions. So um, if it shows up. Don't fight it. Just like, okay, I see you. Now, what do I really want? Is it truth? Right. Do, do mm-hmm. I want to continue on this path, or am I going to give myself permission to create what's already destined for me? So you have, if you so choose it, you can have that ideal um, life where you have balance in all areas. That is a, a, it's a high possibility, but it's up to you to decide how much you really want to give to it. So letting go of those old stories, letting go of those old patterns so that what is already destined for you with, you know, happiness, like happiness is a real thing for you and it's available for you, but you got to do, you're already creating it. So it's a matter of like, okay, putting those old patterns aside, all those old stories. And if negative thoughts come, it's okay. Let them come, but create new ones. Right. Override. It's like, it's a program override. Let, let new ideas come through and your desires to move forward. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Wonderful. Okay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Cynthia. That was mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, let's go to Julie for the third and final reading. Hi. How are you tonight? 
Hey, Julie, I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I can tell you're awesome because I, as you were talking, I, I threw out all my cards and um, I was laughing because I, as I listen, I, I look at what my cards say here and I, I feel spirit's energy. And the first thing that popped into my head was this vision of you. You were working from home. You, mm-hmm. I saw two children. I saw a wonderful supportive husband who's jumping in wherever he can to help because you are sitting there happy, successful, and everything has just fallen into place. And I normally don't get a lot of visions, but it was a really strong connection. So I what just thought I would mention that to you. Can you tell the sex of the kids? Uh, one of each. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, because I had two yes. boys, but I was like, I kind of want a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. No. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, but one of the cards that came up, and, and as I was listening to the other readers, it, it kind of just clicked with me. I, I have, I use my tarot deck, but I also pull a couple of well-being cards because they usually okay. tie in to help with how to focus on the positive and what areas are there. But it's about um, how today and tomorrow can be very different from yesterday. So it's looking at your, your present as being nothing to do with your past. So everything you do from today and tomorrow, you're in control of. You're in control energetically as to what happens as you move forward. And I can see where your focuses are that you don't have a lot of um, – a lot of things that are going to, are, where you're stuck in a negative, where you're stuck in a fear. Um, the only thing I saw was this, is about forgetting the past. And as you mm-hmm. move forward, you're in control. Um, I mean, I can see that in your past, you have always followed the path. And you followed a path of, of what makes you happy and what motivates you. And mm-hmm. it's been something... I feel like it's been something very magical for you. Um, yeah. And now, and now you are focusing on what you love, but you are also focusing on wanting more than that um, in terms of work. But I can see that in your thoughts. You are someone who um, you think things through, but you jump and act quickly on things. Um, mm-hmm. you, you go with the flow. And you set your own pace, and you set your standards very high for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have that other side of you that's very, very calm, very balanced, very, very connected to who you are, and very connected to um, nature. Yeah. So, I, and I think that's where um, what I see for you is you sitting, um, taking some time right now, you know where your career is headed because you're, you're driving that yourself. Um, and you know that wherever you put your energy into having that family that you're thinking about um, and that future, you will have everything you want because you're going to manifest that and put that energy out right now. I, I yeah. see you sitting down now seriously thinking about things but you're also going to have, do you meditate at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what I'm seeing is you sitting, you sitting quietly, you thinking about things, but also not thinking about things. And this is when um, your path is going to light up for you, and you're going to see 
um, how things are going to flow. And I think part of that is you learning to overcome any barriers or any concerns you see for yourself because it's going to happen. That I see in your hopes and fears area, you want that, part of you wants that whole, what you um, see as a whole fairy tale family, that happiness, you want to feel that. But I, I mm-hmm. think you still focus on the past. Um, but I yeah. see um, you with someone who is very take charge. They're very, they're very committed. And He's very committed. You, yeah. And you, and you are going to be this person. It's like an awakening. And you are going to see that you have everything you want. I did draw another card. I have a deck called Wisdom of Avalon. And it brings me animal cards. So this one here um, is about using the beauty in life, but it also has a butterfly on it. So I don't know if you resonate with the butterfly at all. So sure. if, if you do, I just wanted you to be aware that that card came up, but it's about seeing the beauty in everything. Mm-hmm. Did you have any questions? Mm, should I change the title of the book to something more tame? No. All right. <laughs> and that was a very loud no I got. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. All righty. So we have uh, – thank you for – for that, Julie. Okay, so we have brought you around the table. I hope that was great for you. Yeah, super, super. Thank you so much, guys. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. All righty. So, um, folks, we have um, time for one more around the table, as they say. Emilani is coming up at the top of the hour, um, and we're going to bring in now um, – let me pull her up. And uh, Lori, welcome to the show. Thank you for your donation. And we are going to start you here with Cynthia Martin. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. What, what was your name again? I'm so sorry. Lori. Lori, wonderful to, to speak with you today. What question do you have and or how can I be of service today? Um, uh, it's okay, sweetheart. Just, You're in a safe space. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. This is kind of hard because um, I, I just lost my son two okay, months honey. ago. Yep, he's stepping forward. <laughs> I just want to make sure he's okay. Okay, do you feel that buzzing down your arms, that tingling sensation? I do. Okay, that's him. That's him letting you know that, yes, he is very much okay. And I'm – how did he pass? Because I'm feeling a lot of pressure on my chest. He died of an overdose. Okay, honey. So – just take a deep breath, sweetheart. You're in a safe space. Was he in pain? Um, he wasn't even present in his body at the moment that he passed. He had already, his soul had already been, um, 
he, he had already separated from that body. Um, and I just feel um, that he just had immense pain um, and just coping with this world. Um, and he just, his, he felt so out of place, um, but he's okay. And, you know, he wants to say he's sorry. I really feel his emotions coming forward. So, and he wants to say he's sorry for, for not being able to allow himself to be seen by you and, and, and as hard as you tried. And, um, you know, he, he re, the, the thing that he does regret is having you go through the pain that you've gone through, not just with his passing, but with the, you know, the experience of having to raise him, um, did he have uh, challenges like mental um, challenges as a, as a kid? Like, no, he no. he was he was wonderful. He was he was a wonderful son. Okay. Well, so I just keep feeling like um, the space in his mind was not was overwhelming for him. <sighs> And um, and he just didn't know how to express himself. So he just wants to say he's sorry that he was never able to to share with you that the the, the struggle that he was really going through. And uh-huh. he was, you know, even though he he struggled here in this world, he's not struggling anymore. And he wants to be sure that that you're okay, and that you um, you don't feel guilt. For, for what had happened, and that he didn't mean to, to go down that path, and it and it wasn't really intentional for the outcome, but at the end of it, he he just wants he just wants you to be okay, and he he wants you to let you know that he is with you, and you do feel him, and you do um, he's already presented himself in dreams, and yeah. I and. No mother should ever have to go through the agony of losing her child, right? So um, it's, as hard as it is, is he wants you to be able to find a space where, where you can feel him in your light and your heart and just remember him in, in, in the beauty that you, you do have, like that memory of the beautiful child that he is, that he is that, that free spirit that he always wanted to be and just was not ever comfortable in being able to express here on this earth. When when he was um, physically present with you, and there's nothing that you ever did. There was nothing that um, you gave him enough. Is the biggest message that he he's pulling through is that you gave him enough. There's nothing more that you could have done for him that would have made things different. And there's nothing that you ever have to worry that you you didn't do or that you didn't say because he knows how much you loved him and he you know he just is very sorry that he that the agony that you feel going through this experience but he is with you regardless and he's been with you many times even before you used to have dreams about him even before you conceived him you know so that's how connected you are and that he will always continue to be with you and guide you and take care of you and look out for you and give you signs of you know things that that are better that better things that are to come. Thank you so much. Okay, is there I, any other question? No, I just I I needed to hear I needed to hear that. And he says, "Mama, it's okay. Mama, it's okay." Mama, it's okay. That's all I keep hearing. 
you know, and, and talk to him. He is listening. He is with you. So, you know, it's going to be a process, but he's he's going to be there with you through the whole thing. And, and whether it's something that's visible right now, he his life had meaning and, and it has purpose, you know. And, and I'm sorry, I'm going to take another minute here, but just to share this because this is part of the message that came forward that is it pertains to you in particular. So I had the... Um, my brother who shared uh, an amazing experience, he, he encountered a woman who lost um, her child um, uh, at birth and donated his, um, his body to, to science. And it has been years, and it's not customary for, for these labs to, um, to, to give information or to allow the, the, the parents to, um, to have any details, but Destiny had it to where she had an opportunity, and she um, was given the gift of uh, going to the lab where her child's cornea had been donated, and his cornea was very unique and special that is now going to change the world in a very powerful way and give sight and life to other children and other people. And in that moment of realizing this, this child came to her and she didn't lose him. He came with a purpose to be here and to touch not only her soul, but the soul of others um, that she will never, ever meet. And that's what your son is in your life. And he wants you to recognize that he has touched lives of so many other people. You might not realize it, and they're going to come to you, and you're going to realize that more. But ultimately, he came to touch the lives of many. And you don't have to worry that he his life was not um, fulfilled. So I hope that, that gives you a little bit of peace as you go through this challenging time, my dear. My heart is with you, and my prayers are as well. Thank you. Okay, and um, thank you for that, Cynthia. It's very touching. And, Cynthia, I'm going to go ahead and let you go because this is going to be the last reading you'll have, so I know uh, you've got a lot going on there and, and things like thank that. You. I'm going to let everybody go as they get – okay. So we'll see you thank on you. Thursday. Thank you, Cynthia. Wonderful. You're awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for coming on. Okay, um, and um, let's see. Lori, I had no idea. I'm so sorry for your loss. That's – um, I have two kids and I, I can't imagine. So anything we can do, I can do for you past this show. Let me know. Okay. Uh, I'll be glad to be here along the way to, to help and f- facilitate getting you on. And, uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and bring you on here with Julie. I appreciate that. Hi, Lori. Hi, Julie. I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, I am just going to touch on a few things um, because as you started speaking, I I could feel um, spirit come in and I could feel the emotion. And I feel like in your past, you had had everything you wanted um, with family, children. Like you, you, um, it was like everything you, you desired in life, you had. Um, and I see like very strong bonds and relationships around you. One of the things that I I felt um, with spirit is that, um, and I believe it's your son's energy. How old is he? Uh, he he had just turned thirty. 
Okay. Because I feel like he was somebody that was very, very sensitive. Um, but I think he didn't know how to deal with it. There's, there's so much energy in this world that is negative. And, I mean, you turn on social media, you turn on the radio, and it really gets to people. And I feel like, um, especially being a male, he might have suffered with some emotional things alone because he didn't want to burden anybody. Does that make sense to you? It does. We, we, uh, we lived in, he was in Florida, and we moved it from Florida to Texas three years ago and, and he stayed there t- for his job and uh, he missed us so much mm-hmm. you know so his son was but in Maryland him, but I think part of him too always felt so great because you, you were so proud of him <laughs> and, and he can feel that and he is really upset because he wants you to move past this. Um, he doesn't want you to feel hurt. Um, he didn't want he, me to feel hurt? He doesn't want you to feel hurt. He doesn't want you to feel sad. I can how can, how could I not? I lost my baby. He was my baby. Yeah. And he's still around you. He's still with you. You can feel his energy. I really urge you to watch for signs from him because he's around. Um, he just doesn't like to see you upset, which is why he wants you to try and, as you work through this, try and focus on the good times and the memories. He doesn't want you to feel so upset and exhausted. Um, Um, he's, he's asking that you really work on gathering your strength to, to do something in his memory, um, something that will help make a positive change in your life and the lives of others. He really feels like, and I, and I know it's so new that you need all of this <coughs> something so unexpected but um, he's around you he's sending you love he's sending you that strength um, he doesn't want you to to have guilt he doesn't want you to be sad he wants you to be happy that you guys had that time together he wants you to cherish all the memories um and he's showing you that he's still around you. He's there for you. He's helping to support you and get you through this. He's helping you as you're on your path. Um, so you can feel his energy around you. Okay. And I, I think, too, if you, if you take the time to maybe focus on breathing, relaxing, working through it that way, the more you ease into calmness and balance, the more you will learn from around you. 
Right. It's just um, it's so hard to make make that first step. I I know what I I need to do. You know, um, I have a, a great support system. Um, and my husband is fantastic. I just uh, I've done something so much. Huh? You also oh, need that... to work through these emotions so that you can get past it. Um, not that you'll ever get over it, but you will start to notice that you have him around you too, just in another way. His energy's there. So so you'll be able to see the signs. Right now, everything is so overwhelming for you because I cannot imagine what you're going through. Um, but I can feel that overwhelmingness. Um, but when you are ready, he, you, will, you will start to see the signs um, that he's around you. Because he keeps telling me he has, he, he's never left you. He's still there. And he always will be. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. I wish I could give you a hug right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Uh, Julie, thank you so much for coming on. I'm going to let you go, too. Thank you so much. You're really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And... uh, and and before we bring Jeannie on, um, I just want to my Lori to say to you is is I think what the ladies are saying is is, is it's gonna be hard for me to say this, but um, nothing you know equivalates to a son. Even though I lost both my parents when I was just a teenager, nothing still that doesn't even come close to this. But what? Um, what I what I would like to say, let me just say this on me, is about you know your son. I don't know if you read or have read many near death experiences, but the, what I have, what interviews I've done, and, and books I have read, is that your son, you know, without a doubt, and I'm not a reader as you know, but without a doubt, your son doesn't want to see you cry because your son is is happy he is bliss he is he is loved even as much as we love our kids and i know you loved your son tremendously just like just like i love my kids tremendously but when people go and they pass over to god's love they say there's nothing close to that and so your son is so happy and so loved and when he sees you, he wants you to be happy and knowing um, that just like my parents, that we're all going to be reunited very soon, very soon. And But obviously you're still here. I'm still here because there's work that you and I have still have to do. Um, so he wants you to be happy, too, because he's he's not hurting. He's happy. And, you know, he, he's with you. He sees you. Without a doubt, I know that. Without a doubt, things I have said, I know are true. Um, so it doesn't mean we don't miss our loved ones because, you know, the physical. Um, and it's still very, very extremely tough. But 
just know that that he is happy he is he is and he's looking down at you and he wants you and i know this is overwhelmingly what the message he wants me to give to you and that's why i'm coming out with this i normally don't as you know uh but i feel so you know pressed to tell you this so i know he's here with us and i know he wants me to tell you this that he is extremely happy and he wants you his mom to be happy too so um take that for whatever it's it is and um before we run out of time here uh let's bring Jeannie on to the show thank you michael hi Lori. Hi, hi Lori. i'm so glad to get an opportunity to um to talk to you because your son has a few things he's been saying and i've been writing them down so i can get it over to you and remember everything first of all can i have your <clears throat> name clay clay yes Clay came in with instantly telling, um, answering your questions, yes, I'm okay, Mom. Um, I'm more than okay. I'm bliss. He goes, it's more frequencies and energies here. I can't have a whole lot of egoic thoughts or human thoughts like stress and anger and, 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 and resentment. He goes, that's just the, fre- the frequencies can't be sustained here. That's a human or a... Uh, physical um, incarnation feeling. He's saying he's incarnated with you before and you guys can incarnate together again. He's calling himself a crystal child, an old soul, very sensitive for the cruel world. He used this opportunity as an exit. And I know it's difficult to think on any level that your son wanted to leave, but he's giving me the impression in the green flags all day long to tell you he used this opportunity to get out of the heaviness. There's a reason why he was doing the drugs that, um, you know, ended up, he ended up overdosing on. Wildly sensitive and had a very difficult time coping with that. And often, you know, and certainly I'm not judging, but that's the way that um, sensitive individuals often go is a bottle um, or, you know, the um, drug route or any sort of addictive personality route. So he's showing that on some level there was some depression. Maybe he didn't share it with you all the time or, or let you in on it. And, of course, when we're teenagers, there's always some level of depressions and things like this. But he's showing some intense depression. And it's because he's so wildly sensitive, it was very difficult for him to swallow or manage the, the, cruelness, of the, wor- the cruelness of the world. So what he wants you to know is he's going to be there. When you get there, you will be reunited again. He's having me specifically do heart energy chakra work on you right now. So I'm beaming you with a white light. And we're surrounding you with it. And he's also right it near you in proximity, giving you energy, support, um, spiritual support. He, can, he, he gets to experience the world through you still. And you can experience the non-physical through him. He's seeing you grieve heavily. He's asking if you need any support to reach out to either, either a grievance counselor counselor, chaplain, a healer of some sort you pick. Um, but he's saying um, he's seeing, um, you know, this being a little bit of a process for you to, um, of course, no one, you know, forgets these kinds of things happen, but we kind of heal best we can so we can continue functioning. He's saying take your time and grieve, but just know that if it 
starts to linger too long to get the help that you need. There's lots of people out there. He supports, um, again, you taking the time to grieve, but then also, you know, supports you pulling yourself out and, and, and being um, emotionally healthy later on. And, of course, again, in that grieving place, we just let it out. It's no wrong or right way we do it. It just comes out. But he's just showing you potentially if you need it to seek out help um, in the future. It's because he loves you. And, you know, he wants you to be well, um, like Michael was saying. It is all bliss energy there. It's wildly heartful. It's wildly painless. Um, he's saying, I'm used to this. That's part of the reason the earth was a very difficult place for me to sustain in. Um, he's showing, um, he, you know, I don't know what he did for a job, but he had tendencies around healing and holding space for others. Tell me, Lori, what do you do? What is your job? Well, I... I'm I'm retired now, and um, uh, but he he was a he was a master carpenter. He he built he built mm-hmm. buildings. So mm-hmm. yeah. and I know I know about I know he was depressed. I know how much he missed me and his dad. He didn't like being by himself in Florida, you know. So. Um, he was a sensitive child, and he was yes. a sensitive man. And I just, it's, it's just so hard to go on with, without. He called me every day. I mean, I just celebrated my 55th birthday, and he was the one who sent me flowers. He was the one son who sent me that card, the one son who got me that gift. He was the one son who embraced my birthday, you know. And it just, it just reminds you so much. Yes, you know, I just don't want to get out of bed. I just can't even face the day without thinking about him. And this is why he's being very heartful and tactful, but suggesting there may, um, you may benefit, in fact, you will benefit from reaching out and getting help managing this crisis. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Society likes to judge mental illness. They like to judge people as being assistance and help and support. That's not a heartful mentality. A heartful mentality is allowing people to get help if they need it, not judging them, uh, even offering to help people if, if we can. So please, if, if you would, um, just even just give it a Google, research um, some local healers or call, you know, all of us girls here tonight, we're available for private sessions, you know, reach out and have a little assistance because they're saying this is just heart wrenching to a point that it could, it could, and it does often to people debilitate them. And that's the last thing our loved ones want. They want us to, they want us to continue best we can. And not only that, but become more spiritual with knowing that they have a loved one on the flip side that's got their spiritual back. They want it to be inspirational. They want to feed you from that place. Um, And again, it's hard to reach that when we're experiencing intense grief. So be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself, and then also reach out and get some assistance because he's he's saying, um, you know, you're very sensitive too. You know, you have a lot of, the reason you can see all that beauty in your son, the one that reached out and held space for you and was very compassionate, because you on one hand are a lot like that. He reminds you of you. 
and this is good. We hope to see our good qualities in our children. But he's saying the sensitivity um, you both share. And just know that, um, you know, you don't need to be ashamed to reach out for help in any fashion that you need. And, of course, you've got your support system around you, and that's great, and that's wonderful. And go ahead and utilize that. But there's skilled and trained professionals that help specifically with, with grief and, 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 I guess, removing energies or stagnant energies or however you want to say it. And it's not like you have to take, you don't have to see that counselor for the rest of your life or, or, or healer for the rest of your life, but just for a time to help you move past this very heavy burden. Um, and so, and they're saying with help of your support system, your husband, your other family members, and then if you need to reach out to healers, you'll be able to move past this. And what they're showing, now you're the determiner of your truth, and your son's giving me the green flag to go with this. If you would like in the future in honor of your son, now you don't have to do this. This is just an idea, and they're saying you'd be good at it. You could go around talking about drug addiction, sensitivity, better management skills for stress, anxiety, fear, um, um, sadness, whatever. Um, you could, and it's not like you have to do it a full-time career or full-time position, but just reaching out to saying it will make you feel better. And this is after you, you heal. This is after you get your help and you heal and you move past um, they call us wounded healers for a reason. We've been wounded, we've healed ourselves, and we can show people the light, the way, if they're interested. That's an opportunity. That's something that you could do um, to help uh, help the planet, not only, but they're saying it'll help you feel good and you'll help you, you know, be directly um, connected, not that you aren't anyway, but directly connected in many levels and layers with your son. And um, people do that. They might have uh, memorial golf outings for a deceased family member or something. This looks a little bit more, more like you educating smaller children and again it doesn't have to be a full-time position just occasionally if you wanted to put the energy out there in the universe and it looks like someone will take you up on your um your your lovely offer of potentially again if you want to you're the determiner of what you do this is no way the universe telling you what to do they're just saying you'd be good at it and your son would say is saying that it would be part of the healing process and and you're going to do some deep deep soul healing and if you wanted to you could hold space for others who are going through it. Right. Right. I um I understand what you're saying and my 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 own doctor has actually asked me to um become a part of her team to help others in in her in her um uh, facility, but uh, I just think it's you take care of yourself first. You take care of yourself yeah. first, and this is not being selfish or greedy. This is you doing the proper healing so that you can properly yeah. and hopefully hold space for others when you're ready. And guess what? You might heal, get into that space, helping your doctor out, and then also need to heal more after that. So you just continue okay. that path and, and keep the help you need. We. Okay, we're flat out of time okay. at this point. Okay. My show is ending. All right. Much love to everybody, everybody out there. Thank you. And thank, thank you, you so much, Jeannie and Lori. My heart's with you. Thank Anything you. I can do, please contact me. Um, we're going to continue um, here on the show with Emilani, but it's a new show. So everybody, um, you will need to redial as this show now uh, ends. Thank you, everybody. What a show.